Dude, you panicked, bro. Yeah, I did. Well, I, I was like, what is he doing? And then I saw you do it, and I was like, oh, yeah, you gotta go. I was recording it. Oh, nice. Because so we're now live on there. And we're live on here. And we're live on there. Again, everybody, welcome to today's show. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jeff. This is Israel. I'm Jeff. This is Jizrael. Jizrael's my name. Don't wear it out. Don't wear it out. I was going to say something else. Okay. And so, <laughs> for those of you who <laughs> weren't with us last week, uh, we're going to try something different, kind of give you guys a chance to come in. That's why we're kind of talking to you. Yeah. And being done with you. But here in a minute, uh, we're going to dig deep and we're going to treat this like uh, our old podcast where, yes, you guys are actually going to get to be a part of it. Um, but Jeff and I are just going to have a normal conversation as if you weren't here, basically. Yeah. Um, but feel free to comment on anything. Uh, sometimes Jeff and I look at the computer screen and answer it or laugh or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but at the end of the podcast we'll go ahead and go back through the comments see if there's anything interesting that we wanted to address or talk about and then from there we'll go from there but we'll go we'll give it just a few more minutes to see if anybody else is, you know to see if we can get some more people yeah um and then we'll announce and, that again and if we can't then we'll we're just we won't we won't hey that's all there is to it you know what i'll save this rant for whenever right. we actually start oh are you coming in hot or what just like a fajita you're gonna at least that's what the song says, you're right? Gonna be, you're going to be on one tonight <laughs> Dude, or what? Dude, I may actually be on one tonight. Ooh. I this, this, will be a, this will be a nice uh, turn of events because I've been the one that's been on one lately. So If my um, if it starts smelling like feet, because I'm taking my boots off. So sorry, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. All for the glory of the king. Mm-mm. Let his smell <laughs> be my smell. <laughs> Let the smell Let of the God. The fragrance of heaven. Let the fragrance and the aroma of God inhabit these toe jams. Inhabit all, in, inhabit, <laughs> inhabit all these toe jams right now in Jesus' name. For these aren't my feet, but they're his. They are. And as I am his feet, uh-huh. and these are his feet, Yeah, it's like feet squared, bro. <laughs> it's feet squared. <laughs> feet squared, boy. What, what was that? Uh... This is very deceiving. I'm not that tall. What was that uh, Casting Crown song about being hands and feet or stuff? Oh, um, we are the body. Why, Why are these hands? I don't really know the song. Sorry. Why aren't his Why aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't his arms reach? Why aren't his hands healing? Cause if we are the body, why are his feet rolling? Why is his love not showing them there he is Jesus is the way. Hey, yeah. If to, we are the body. I used to freaking love casting crowns, bro. Dude, you know what? I didn't get into them until, um, okay, let me take this back a little bit. We had a church van. Okay. Okay, as a normal church would. They would have vans. <laughs> you know what? Let's get into this. We've waited long enough. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again. We're not ignoring you. We're just going back to talking as if me and Jeff were by ourselves. We're welcome. We are welcoming you in and allowing you to be a part of this. Drop your comments if you have some on a topic that we're talking about. At the end of the show, we'll go back through it. We love you. Here we go. And share it to your pages. Oh yeah, share so it to your pages right now. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. All right, here we go. All right. So, all right. So, <laughs> like how normal churches have vans. Right. We all know this, right? They Anybody do. with any kind of church logic knows that church. church logic? Churches have vans, right? Churches have vans, bro. Churches have vans, okay. Not the shoe vans, but no. 
a big the old vehicles. Of vehicles, yeah, the vans. Anyways, so um, I first heard Casting Crowns in a cassette tape that was in the van. Oh, sick. And it was, uh, who am I that the Lord of all the earth? And I'm not going to lie to you. I thought that song was annoying oh, as can you? be. I hated it and wanted it gone. Okay. Right, I, I I could do away with that song. Now it's one of, I mean, I don't I, I don't mind it at all. Right, but that was the first uh, casting crown songs I heard. Okay, and then after that, it was the Praise You in the Storm album with live song. Let my live song sing. Let my live song sing to Jesus. Let my live song sing to you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, dude, like that was the album. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then after that, it's just been whatever comes up. Right, I got you. Yeah. Okay, so there was, uh, we were in Dallas. We were heading to my mom's side of the family, and we were listening to a Casting Crown song. Sorry, dude, that rabbit just distracted me so bad right now. Okay, so the other day, uh, <laughs> hand me that rabbit. All right, so this is a rabbit that my brother got from Hobby Lobby. It was a nice little story to this rabbit. I'll, okay. I'll let you know here in a minute. Nice. <clears throat> it's. It, I mean, it's not anything inspiring. It's just a story. So. All right. Anyways, so usually these rabbits are here, right, on the uh -huh. table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was eating, and I was FaceTiming Kylie. Um, uh, um, I was FaceTiming Kylie while she was at work. Right. And I was eating my food, and as I'm eating my food, like, she starts making this, like, noise, and it... <laughs> And like I'm looking at the rabbit, and I'm like, I gotta do it again. And she does it again, and da -da 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 -da, like as she was making it, I was pretending like he was eating my food. Anyway, nice dude. Um, was she cracking up real hard or what? Yeah, she was for yeah. sure. I was too, with all our life. Um, or was I? Uh, casting crowns. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we were Dallas. going. <laughs> I was all right, like, so dude, we were. I don't know. The, the rabbit stole my attention, bro. Okay. So we were going to to Dallas to my mom's side of the family. Yeah. And um, and there was a song that was uh, the Jesus Friend of Sinners. Okay. Right. And at that point, I was really big on condemning people. Oh, of course, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's like my favorite thing to do, you know, or used to be. Still my, is, brother. No, 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 no. Used to be my favorite thing to do. And there's a line in that song that goes. Um, It's like Jesus, friend of sinners. We cut down people in your name when the sword was never ours to swing. Mm. And I was like, "Ah, oh, dang!" And then like Alex was all like, "Yeah, that's you." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right. That's yeah, me. you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's me." I do that sometimes. Bro. But ask me if I've changed, brother. Have you changed, brother? Yes, I have. All for the glory of the King. All for His glory. Why would I be different? If not for His glory, then 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 when? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Look, I don't know, dude. I'm I'm just hanging out. Down the street. Oh, yeah? You actually are down the street. Same old thing that we did last week. Same old thing. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Not a thing to do. Not a thing to do. That's right. But talk to you. We're all all right. That's right. We're all all right. Hello, mm -hmm. Wisconsin. Hello. Is that, that song? That's show. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, do, I mean, the only thing I've ever watched in my life was The Passion of the Christ and VeggieTales. God, I hate you, dude. No, dude. That's all I watched growing up. Freaking hate you say? so much, bro. No, you don't, dude. Dude, I went to lunch with a bunch of people on Sunday after uh -huh. church. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Because they were like, hey, let's have a... Why am I doing that? Why am I making fun of my friends right now? <laughs> Wait, you do that to me all the time. You can make fun of them too. Go. Yeah, but they're like... Oh, go ahead, know. finish it. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? They're what? They're what? Go ahead. Let's, let's hear what encouraging word you were going to say. Go ahead. 
I don't know, dude. No, 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 no. You, gonna, you had a word exactly was, in your mind. Oh, no, I didn't. Absolutely, I didn't, dude. I was just like talking. And then here we are now. I'm digging myself a hole, and I'm not going to quit until I find China right now. Dude. All right, well, you better find China, no. buddy. <laughs> Let's go. What word was it, Jeffrey Allen Smith? Uh, I don't know. Okay. But anyway. All right. Uh, Brandon Galindo was like, hey, let's all go for Jeff's like late birthday lunch. And I was like, all right. And then it took us 20 minutes to figure out where we were going because I didn't want to make a decision. And so then we wound up going to Teddy Jack's, and it was real good. Mm. And uh, apparently they serve everything that's ever existed at Teddy Jack's. Like, Did you order got, everything or like everybody? Got burger, no, they just, like their menu is 36 pages long. Okay, bet. They got like... They got like pizza, and they got like uh, you know Gordon Ramsay wouldn't burgers, like that big menu. And they got Mexican food, and they got pasta, and they got salads, and they got shrimps, and they got wait scrimps or shrimps? Yes, both. Shrimpies, shrimpies. I like it. Uh, and uh, anyway, so we were then sitting there, and I was like, "Why am I telling you this story right now?" Oh, because we started talking about Veggie Tales. Yeah, it was like uh, um, I don't know, it was Morgan or who brought it up, but they were like, "Yeah, apparently." Like in the late '90s, early 2000s, the the demographic that like made Veggie Tales take off was like 18 to 22 year olds in college. I bet that were working at like Family Life Bookstore, or whatever it's called. Yeah, Life, Lifeway, Lifeway, Life, yeah. Lifeway. <laughs> said it or not, I said it like Yowie! that. Yahweh, <laughs> Yahweh. Ah, I'm gonna get you. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, because they would just play the 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 DVDs in the store. Yeah. Because, like, it was the least annoying of the, like, animated Christian <laughs> yeah. stuffs. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, they would show it. And, like, the college kids that worked there were the ones that put it on the TVs. And so, like, VeggieTales took off because all these uh, um, all these college kids are, are watching it. And these, like, soccer moms are coming through with their toddlers. And they're like, that's real fun. We going to watch that at the house. <laughs> I got you, dude. <laughs> Thank you. I got you. And so then they, uh, you know, <clears throat> like all of a sudden it's just blown up. Because I was like, I didn't even know VeggieTales was a thing until I was in the sixth grade because my sister went to college and brought VeggieTales home with her. Mm. I was like, that's the demographic they're after is 18 to 25-year-olds for sure. Yeah. But they got me to watch too. Dude, when I was like interim children's Sunday school pastor, yeah. Um, and I saw that Dea is joining us or was. If you are, Dea, confirm this for me. Confirm it, Dale. <laughs> um, he or uh, um, I would. The only thing I would do, I wouldn't do a lesson. I wouldn't do anything. I just, just pop vegetables, yeah, <laughs> for them to go nuts on. And then at the end of it, um, I would ask them what they learn. Like I know vegetables asks them that. Yeah. You know the so we so 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 what we have learned. What we have learned. Applies to our lives today. God has allowed to say in his book, because they go to Gordy or Cordy, yeah, the, yeah. the computer. And then right as Larry or Let's Bob's take about to say a something. Look. Yeah. And so we and see, we know that God's word is for everyone. Now that our song is done, we'll take a look. That was always my thing. Like, nice. I love that song. And but yeah, so, that's all I would do with yeah. Veggie Tales. I mean,. I only watched a few episodes of Veggie Tales, but uh, we had the Silly Songs with Larry sing-along oh, DVD, bro. Oh, yeah. That's where it was smacked. That stuff smacks, bro. Dude, Boys in the Sink. Let's go. <laughs> Those dudes are my guys. Uh, and the, 
Like for some reason, everybody song, liked bro. the the cheeseburger song. Dude, I love the cheeseburger song. Like, I like you it. You are my cheeseburger. But I, like, I liked it, but I wasn't like in love with it as most of America was. Bro, my was, thing was the lip song. I love the, the lip song. Dude, the lip song's hilarious. Yeah. That one in the water <clears throat> buffalo song. Yeah. Everybody's got a water buffalo. Yours is fast, but mine is slow. Where we get them, I don't know, but everybody's got a water buffalo. Ooh. Ooh. I took my buffalo to the store. Got his head stuck in a door. Built some lollies on the floor. But everybody's got a water buffalo. Ooh. We yeah. cannot say everyone's got a water buffalo when everyone does not have a water buffalo. Look, every Christian should have been raised on veggie tails. Should have been. Should have been. But should have been, but we know. don't know. But we don't know. We don't know. But yeah, all I grew up on was watching Passion of the Christ and Veggie Tales all my life. <laughs> That's how we got here. Because I, I brought up that '70s show. <laughs> I watched TBN. I bet you did. I stayed up late at night watching TBN, and when they asked, like, if you give this much money, God will bless you. Yeah. I was tempted to wake up my dad and be like, "Hurry up! <laughs> no, pay, he- pay the man." <laughs> Pay the man. Have you seen? He's uh, asking for a love offering. Gosh uh, dang it! Have you seen Ron White? Praise the thon. Uh, uh, his comedy stuff. His little all. sketch. He has one where he's like, I was watching TBN the other night, and this televangelist was like, he was like, I was sitting naked in a beanbag chair eating Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to do. He was like, this televangelist, televangelist comes on and says, Are you lonely? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you depressed? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to give a thousand dollars to my ministry? <laughs> Woo, close. Thought he was talking about me for a minute there. It <laughs> was pretty awesome, dude. They ruin it every time when they talk about money. I, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Like, send your forty-seven hundred dollars <laughs> seed offering, and Sid Roth will send you forty-seven hundred prayers lives for today. Wait, <laughs> Mike. It never failed. It was always the the just like the money thing that would get people. Yeah. And even still to this day, everybody's fine. And then when the dude starts asking about money, it's just like like people forget, like in a sense that church is a business mm-hmm. and it needs money to run. They do. So, like, if you want to take the Jesus aspect of it, let's take it out and let's put the logical. Like, yeah. You know, they have bills that need to be paid. That's kind of how you do it. Just like we have bills that need to be paid. Just like we have bills that need to be paid. They also they also have bills that need to be paid. Bills that need to be paid. Yeah. So, your offering pretty much goes to the bills. Now I know people have been scarred uh-huh. by preachers and televangelists like that, or yeah, evangelicals sure. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or not evangelicals, but evangelists. Um, don't give your money to TV preachers. Go to a real money, church, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. Go to a real church. Don't <laughs> give your money to TV preachers. Uh, and and um, look, this this is where I think is shysty, and I don't know if you agree with me or not. So here we go. All right. But this is where we get shysty. And I don't know if you agree with me or not, but here we go. Here we go. This is where it gets shysty. I believe that if a special speaker comes to your church, he shouldn't be the one to talk about money and you giving. It should be the pastor to do it. So then let him do his thing. Let him preach. And as soon as he's done, let the pastor be the one to ask the church to give to his ministry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean. Because it just comes off as like you're just here to get money if the guy's preaching. And then, like, he ties it all in for you to give. Like, that doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Well, or unless like, he unless he Not specifies, that it doesn't make sense to me. I just think it's wrong. Like, unless he specifies that, like, the giving that he's talking about is, like, supporting his, lo- like, your local ministry instead of his pocketbook or whatever. I, w- I don't, but I don't know. I haven't really heard very many well, guest speakers come in and speak on tithing or. 
There's been a lot of stuff like guest that. speakers. Yeah. That I've heard that do it that way. Like really? I remember one time there was like uh, the dude was like uh, he tied in a beautiful sermon, right? Yeah. R- really good sermon. And and he tied it in with 2018 or something like that. And he goes, he's all like, give. Um, if you want your 2018 to be blessed, like we've talked about in our story, give the amount of 2018. So like it could be twenty dollars eighteen cents, two dollars and eighteen cents, um, two thousand dollars and eighteen cents, two hundred eighteen dollars. <laughs> so it was just like, like if you wanted your that year to be blessed, give that amount. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, I don't like that. Yeah, that's where I'm like, okay, no. Or like if they tie it in, pretty much like, yeah, there's a a diamond creature over there. Or if they it was the door mom, <laughs> or if they try to tie it in to where that is just like you know give to our ministry, yeah. um, that's where sometimes I know they're asking. I know they're not telling like like yeah. that dude did, but let that be the pastor's job to to ask. No, yeah, I understand that. I feel that because it's just like at that point, like it just kind of makes you. It just kind of kills everything you just did because it makes it feel like, oh, you're just here to get money. You're not yeah. here to actually invest you're not here in to our bless life. Us, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not here to bless us. You're here to bless yourself. And which technically he's going to do it. He's going to bless himself either way with the uh, with the love offering that uh, yeah. we give. But it's better coming from my pastor than it would be coming from you. And I think that maybe in those events, it might be because he knows that what he's getting from that event is a love offering. Yeah. And sometimes love offerings are not very good. And they're not, but And like, so that's why he's like, hey, maybe if I encourage them more, then I'll get more money. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, it's just like... No, I understand where you're coming from. If you know that church that you're going to isn't that well off, why are you there? Yeah. Or if you know the pastor and he's a good friend of yours and you know his church isn't well off, then don't expect the big bank. Yeah. Expect to bless his congregation and him, and then let God do the rest. Yeah, let the Lord bless you in return. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. Generally speaking, uh, I don't really enjoy when pastors talk about money as far as, like, you know, the whole prosperity yeah, prosperity like if you, gospel. If you sow this much, the Lord's going to give you 137 million fold. Tell you what. Wait. Like. There is there's lots and lots and lots of scripture about giving and about you know sowing and reaping and those kind of things and yeah. I think that it is it is necessary to uh, talk about that sometimes but there are some pastors that's all they ever talk about is oh your, yeah 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 is your money and it's like bro we get it you want to buy another nine hundred dollar suit like I mean come on <laughs> Versace on the floor yeah but you know most most of the thing the reason why I think money issue in church is so big is because most people. They've seen the pastor bless themselves with it. And, like, I get it. Like Hillsong Dallas? Yeah, like Hillsong Dallas. <laughs> I get it, you know. The pastor, like, some churches do fund their pastor. Yeah. So, understand that. But, you know, most people have the idea, and I don't know where you come off on this. You can go ahead and give your two cents. But, like, in the sense of pastors shouldn't have the nice things. I've heard that one. Hmm. I, I, I don't know if you have. Well, for sure, I've heard that. And so it's just like, because people see him in a... A nice car. A 2019 or a 2018 yeah. whatever, or a 2020 whatever. Yeah. All of a sudden, they assume that, that he's using, he's pocketing the money right. to buy himself that nice ride, or that if he has a two-story home, that nice yeah. home. Yeah, And no. it's just like... And, I, and a lot of the people that, that make those comments are people that are flush with cash. Yeah. 
and they are they are allowed to have nice things and they want to have their nice stuff but they don't want the pastor to also have nice things it's like i don't understand where you have you know seen that in scripture i mean it doesn't say pastors are supposed to be poor and doesn't say they're supposed to be destitute doesn't say that they're supposed to live in poverty um but you know, it also doesn't say that they're supposed to live in luxury either. Yeah. So I think but, there's like a fine line between, you know. But this is where I do side with those people is if the pastor's doing well off while not impacting his community. Yeah. Because at the same time, I mean, an offering is, is to help impact your community and your oh, church. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if a pastor's not doing his job in that, if he's using the money incorrectly, that's when I make a big deal about, okay, so why are you driving that nice ride while, yeah. you know, we could have done this fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Or or not a fundraiser, yeah, but like we could have done this outreach. This, yeah, this outreach or with the money. Yeah, but if he's doing that, if said pastor is pouring back into the community in any way he can, and at the same time has the truck of the year or yeah. the car of the year, I'm good with it. I mean, but there's whatever. also like a lot as of as long as you're impacting. Like you don't know how long that pastor saved his money. True. To be able to buy that that vehicle. Yeah, very true. Like he could have been sitting on that cat that like his savings account for 10 years and he went in and bought a truck with cash because he knew that, yeah. you know, financing it would be stupid or whatever. Yeah. Like there are some like mega church pastors, like, you know, TV preachers who drive, you know, Bentleys and Rolls Royces yeah. and that kind of stuff. And that's, I think that's a little ridiculous. Now um, I remember having this conversation with my uncle cause he brought up that. Yeah. And I was all like, now there are shysty pastors that keep the money. I know that. Yeah. yeah. But they're also pastors and I was comparing it to my ex-pastor, mm-hmm. who does things for the community, but at the same time, yeah, does good for himself. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, as long as you're doing your job and impacting the community, in which he does. Yeah. So I was like, cool. But there's some people that misuse the money. Oh, for sure. And then he brings up TD Jakes because yeah. they're in the Dallas area. He brings up TD Jakes, and I had just finished hearing an interview um, earlier that week that TD Jakes was saying that that um, TD Jakes Enterprises was before TD Jakes Ministry. Like, it was before he even became a pastor. Okay. And so, but now he's all like, I'm not funded by the church. Yeah. I'm funded by my books that I sell, the mm-hmm. TV deals, the uh, production deals, my yeah. my book signings, TV shows, things like that. Like, that's how he makes his money now. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with Joel Osteen. Yeah. And so, Lincoln like. doesn't pay him a cent. He makes all of his money off of dumb people reading his books. And so pretty much, <laughs> yeah. And so pretty much he goes, he's all like, I mean, so they asked him, they were all like, um. Um, right now, I have 300 staff members right now, and it's just like, and not a cent comes to me, everything goes to them. Yeah. And then, like, when Hurricane Harvey hit mm-hmm. Houston, right? Yeah. It was Harvey? Okay. Uh, when Hurricane Harvey hit Houston, he sent a lot of people there through the funding and the money that the church brought in. Right. But most people see the big deal and see T.D. Jakes riding around in his, in his mm-hmm. Rolls Royce or a yeah, nice yeah. SUV, Caddy, right. Escalade. And think, oh, like, the dude bought that with the church money. No, like, oh. the dude paid that for his books. I mean, he writes a book. He wrote all book and was able to buy 19 Escalades if he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, dude. people the read dude, the crap yeah, out of his books. Like, one, <laughs> like, he writes at least three or four books every year. Yeah. Every single year. <laughs> for one year, every year. <laughs> so it's just like, yo, like, the dude is well off. He's making yeah. his own stuff. And the same thing with Creflo Dollar, mm-hmm. for the longest time, was a prosperity gospel preacher. And so yeah. everybody thought that his was like that. But he was a doctor before. Right. So he, I think he was set before he even joined the ministry. He probably was, but I still think he was taking some money from I do, uh, too. But <laughs> now the whole Kenneth Copeland thing, I don't know about Kenneth Bro. Copeland's deal. 
I don't either. I but do know that he tried to uh, come after him hard. He tried to blow the wind of God, and uh, I don't know if it worked or not. I don't know. I don't know. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. <laughs> there was one uh, like I've heard two, and it was the uh, the hip hop beat, and then another one that it was heavy metal. Do 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 do. Like the dude's just going yeah. off in heavy metal stuff. So yeah, like that was pretty fun. That one would probably be better than the the hip hop one. Yeah, I, bet. I think so. Yeah, it fits his crazy eyes better. Yeah, that's for, for sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he did himself no favors doing that, man. He did himself no, no favors. People see him more of a demon than they ever have before. He doesn't give a crap, bro. No, he doesn't. He doesn't for sure, dude. That guy does his own. He's still thing. got eleven billion dollars or whatever oh, it is for sure. Dude. <laughs> the guy does his own thing no matter what, and he doesn't. He doesn't care. But I didn't know this. I know he has his own school apparently. Where at? I think they're in the Dallas area. Was that where he's at? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Fort Worth. Okay. I guess he, I didn't even know where Kenneth Copeland was. Because he does a Believer's Conference every year. Mm. And Bill Johnson was at that one. That's the only reason why I know, because I'm a huge Bill's, Bill, Johnson. Uh, Bill Johnson and Chris Valen. Uh, yeah, Chris Valentin. Yeah, Chris Valentin fan. Chris Valentin will get off in the weeds sometimes, bro. Yeah, sometimes he will. But he has the best stories. And I'm like, this really happened to you? Does this stuff really happen to you, bro? Yeah. And then I'm like... Probably he's crazy. I don't yeah. know. He's like sixty five, and he's telling all these stories about what happened to him when he was like running his his car dealership or his uh, auto body work, whatever garage thing that he owned, and the parts stores and stuff like that. And uh, anyway, he's got some cool stories. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> this might sound real bad, but I'm kind of not sad that Eric Johnson left uh, Bethel mm-hmm. because when he would preach. Like, he would never bring the scripture into it ever. He would yeah. just be like, these crazy spiritual ideas and, like, talk about this stuff going on. And then I'm like, all right, well, ground it. That was always my thing. <laughs> ground it in the Word somewhere, bud. And then, and yeah, then that's always, it was never, you know. Well, that's always been my thing about any preacher. Yeah. I'm like, look, if you got it, you got it. But, you know, tie it into the Word. Yeah, for Show sure. Show me. Tie it into the Word. Yeah. I remember one time I was listening to a Michael Todd oh, yeah. um, sermon. And... <sighs> It took him a while to get to the word. Yeah. And I wasn't comfortable. I was like, mm-hmm. like he started with his points and I'm like, all right, where's their scripture though? Yeah. Like I know you're tying it, uh, tying it into your own life, but where's scripture behind what you're saying? Did he finally get there? Barely. Towards oh, okay. the end. But I was like, but I don't really. know. But I don't really listen to him. The only one I listen to is Bill because I know Bill ties it in. Like yeah, Bill, Bill actually uses scripture. Bill's full scripture. Like, yeah. That dude just, and he knows the Bible like frontwards and backwards, bro. Yeah. Like all he does is just talk about the Lord all the time. Well, like, there was one thing that he said. Let me see if I can find it. There was one thing that he said on, there was a sermon I was listening to, and I know I shared it on Twitter. Good old Twitter, dude. Mm-hmm. I always get your notifications when you tweeted something, dude. Really? Some, not always, sometimes, though. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and this was a quote from his sermon. <clears throat> And he goes, he's like, we exaggerate the size of our problem to justify our fear and anxiety. Oh, yeah, dude. And I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> you got it. You win. Yeah, we You're do, though. We absolutely do, though. Oh, yeah, we do, yeah. To justify our fear, we do that. I'm like, okay, bet. I mean, he, the man does have a point. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> There's like... Uh, so I preached a youth conference this weekend. Oh, yeah, how'd that go? Uh, it was really good. Um, I was exhausted. I'm still exhausted. I'm trying to recover from it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Teenagers, dude, they never uh, sleep. <laughs> they were up to like 4 a.m. Friday night. Okay. Playing spike ball. 
Nice. Which looked really fun. I didn't get to play it much because I was trying to sleep in this room that was like an igloo. Oh, so you stayed with them? Yeah, for the first night I did. The second night I stayed in a different cabin um, because one of the one of the girls got injured playing a late night game of cops and robbers the mm. first night. And her mom and dad were in that room. Uh, and then they had to take her and like have emergency surgery on Saturday morning oh, to wow. repair her arm. So I don't know if you'll ever see this, but Cooper, hopefully you're doing better. Um, so then I took that room. Okay. <laughs> Saturday night. But uh, no, it was good. Like we talked about the life of Joseph, you know, because it breaks into four perfect messages. You know, the pit, Potiphar's house, the prison, and the palace, brother. Hey, let's go. But uh, it was it's actually interesting, like, because the first part of it is pretty easy to do because, like, the story about the pit takes place in one chapter. Mm -hmm. Most of Potiphar's stuff takes place in, like, one and a half chapters. The prison is, like, one chapter. But, like, the the point where he goes into Pharaoh's palace and the point where he sees his brothers and, like, the end of the story is 11 chapters long. <laughs> or, like, 10 chapters or something like that. It's, like, Genesis 41 through 50. Yeah. And, uh, and like, so Sunday morning I was just, like, I'm going to have to give, like, a bird's eye view of everything that's going on because there's 10 chapters we have to cover today. Yeah. And so, uh, but I was, like, you know, looking at the story of, of Joseph is, like, man, that dude went through. Nothing but bad stuff <laughs> for like twelve years, thirteen years. Yeah, and then he finally catches a break. Um, but it was just like, you know, most of us. And I, and I sent you a text. I was like, most of us are too worried about what we're going uh, or what's happening to us that we can't see what God's trying to do through us. Yeah, and I was like. Hey, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I'm gonna say that cheesy preacher line hey, at some point. Let's go. And I did, and it was good. Hey, uh, but yeah, man, like. It was actually kind of cool on uh, Saturday night, which is like the the big em emotional service. Like, because generally the way that they do it is we would be in Borger, mm -hmm. and like Sunday morning I would be preaching to the whole church, not just the the students. Mm -hmm. And so we actually did it like retreat style this year, and we're at the High Plains Christian Event Center, or whatever mm -hmm. retreat center. And uh, <clears throat> but Saturday night, I like I finished the. The whole thing talking about, you know, and the cupbearer forgot who he was. Mm. Like, he didn't remember Joseph. And so, so for two years, he sits in prison having no idea what's going on. He mm -hmm. just hopes that the guy remembers him at some point. And uh, so I was like, I wanted to pray over three separate groups of people. And, like, the first group, I called them pre-dreamers. Like, mostly it was, like, junior high kids that raised their hand for this one. They're just like, you don't know what your calling is. You don't know what your dream is. You don't know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you need direction. You need guidance. You need Jesus to show you what you're even supposed to be doing. And there was, like, 15 or so kids that raised their hand for that. Yeah. And, like, I expected there to be more people for the last group, but the second group was, like, almost everybody in the room. I called them navigationally impaired dreamers. It was like um, – you have an idea of what you're supposed to do. You have a passion. You have a desire, but you don't know how to get there. Like, you need a road map. Yeah. You need a GPS to show you the way. And so I said that, and it was like, I don't know. There was probably, like, 50 people in the room. I'd say, like, 35 of them raised their hands. Uh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, all you guys come to the front, and we'll pray over you guys, like, as a giant group of people. And then uh, the last group, I called them dormant dreamers. And it's like, they've given up. Like, something's happened in their life, you know. 
what are you doing trying to call me right now, bro? Who is it? Hey. Uh, like the ham? Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, anyway, the third group, I call them dormant dreamers. Like they've given up on the dream. You know, something's happened in their life. They don't really know what's what's going on or how to how to even get the dream back, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, just to lead into it, I was like, you guys are going to have to be kind of bold. Like there's not a whole lot of you left in this room that didn't raise your hand yet. I was like, so this, net, this last group, I'm calling you dormant dreamers. Like, you've given up, and, like, these two hands just, boom. <laughs> these two kids, I think they're freshmen, like a freshman and a sophomore. And it was like, you know, I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but I know they've got some broken pasts and, mm-hmm. like, shattered families and, like, just rough upbringings, that kind of thing. <coughs> and they, uh, I had them come to the front, had the, the kids gather around them and whatnot, and then, like, they prayed over them and, uh, I prayed like a, a blanket prayer over the whole thing and then uh, was like, all right, you guys can have a seat. And then for like the next five to ten minutes, just kids just st- stood there hugging their friends and like speaking words of encouragement over them and praying over them and stuff. And I was like, dude, that's freaking cool, man. Yeah. I love that group because like it kind of backfired on me one year because <laughs> I was like trying to do this big altar call and get people to come up to the front and get prayer from the the leaders and stuff mm-hmm. and Corey was like our kids really don't respond well to that like they respond better if you ask them to pray for each other and I was like all right and so anyway I was like it was just cool to see teenagers just willing to love on their friends man yeah. like just well because you don't see that nowadays no. you never saw that when I was growing up no dude we all wanted to punch each other in the face dude if I saw you I would have wanted to punch you <laughs> You are. You still do. I haven't even said hello to you. I just want to swing. <laughs> oh, we hit him, dude. But yeah, I mean that makes that's literally, sense. Literally, uh, our life right now. That is our life right now. I want to hit you every second of every day. That's true. With my love. Ish. Ish. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I was wondering why you actually showed up to church. I was oh like, yeah. What the heck? Well, because I mean, I was only ten miles from the from the church from that campground. Oh, and so okay. I was like, we finished up at a, like 11 o'clock. Like everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Cause why so early? Cause they wanted to get back to Borger. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so we had like, I mean, we did our first service at nine o'clock Saturday morning too. So it was the same. We, oh, we okay. even started a little bit later. Um, Sunday oh, morning. it was okay. Yeah. That makes so sense. We finished you know, two hours for some yeah. reason. I was thinking, Y'all started at 10 and ended at 11. No, we started at like 9.30 and finished right around 11, 11.05 or something like that. Yeah. And so, anyway, I was like, I'm close enough. I can make it. So I got there for like the last 20 minutes or so of Jason's talk. Yeah. And then uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was. I was waiting for you to go up there. Why? Because you need God. I already have him, dude. Sure, fool me. Whatever, dude. You're the one needing the transplant, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the heart transplant. The heart transplant. That's right, because God only does it. <laughs> he is the only one who can. He's the only one who can. Did y'all do that song? No. No? <laughs> I freaking wish you would have. <laughs> they did. 
glorious. Wait, are you talking no, about? No, no, I'm talking about at your former church. Did y'all ever do graves in a garden? Oh, yeah. Oh, Not okay. with them, but with just me, myself, and I. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did that one at least a few times, like two or three times. Okay. Yeah, I did that like two or three times. That song, anyways. Yeah. I thought it was a nice jingle, so I might as well sing it. It's a good song. So, I mean, I personally liked it, so that's nice. why I always did it. I always felt, though, like. The first time I did it, I was like, hey, let's go. I'm pumped. Second time I did it, I was like, I really need to drop this note. Third time I did it, I was like, I really, really need to drop this note. And then when I thought about dropping the note, that's when I'm not there anymore. Well, okay. So I'm like, yeah. Whatever, dude. We were at... Uh, Next time, brother. We were at John's house for breakfast one morning, and they asked us to sing. And so we were singing, we were playing, and they asked for that one. And so I started singing that one, but John was all like, you do it in A, right? And I was like, actually, drop it to G this time. He's like, okay. And so we dropped it to G, and I was actually more comfortable in G. Nice. I didn't have to strain as much, and it didn't feel real, like, nasally. Yeah. It felt good. It didn't feel as, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, every time I would sing it in A, I felt like there was no, like. Power behind it. Yeah. Hmm. And it's not that. It was just, I guess it was just too high for comfort. Yeah. And so it sounded real ugly on live. Oh, okay. And so when I dropped not it to funny. G, I was like, I think I can manage. And sure enough. Dude, we did a like a prayer and worship thing Sunday night at yeah. Dr. Shane's office, mm-hmm. and uh, we stayed in C the entire time, and we were just like jumping from song to song to song to song. Well, Ashley starts singing uh, "Gratitude," like the the chorus bridge of "Gratitude," and that song is originally in B, mm-hmm. and so we're in C, and I'm like, "All right, I'm just gonna blow my vocal cords out right quick." <laughs> Oh, don't you get shell me. <laughs> Dude, that song smacks. Dude, that song's go. I was surprised they actually didn't sing it Sunday. Yeah, me too. We're not singing it this week either. Oh, what's the list? I can't give you the whole list, brother. Yeah, dude, come on. I can't give these listeners on the FCC airwaves. They're not going to the listen list to beforehand, it. beforehand, brother. Nice. Um, so who asked you? Jordan. Oh, my gosh. When? Yesterday. Really? Yeah. He just texted you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. I'm going to be so happy to see you up there. <laughs> well, he tried to get me. He was trying to get me to play last week um but i was like like he asked me thursday and i was like i'm preaching a youth conference this weekend or i would and i was like but if you need somebody next week i'm your man and then he never replied to it and then uh he texted me yesterday and was like would you want to play drums this week and i was like absolutely i would dude and so i can tell you we're introducing a new song okay well not new to you and i but new to messiah's house i guess what is it Gyro, oh, okay. you are enough. That makes sense. It's going to be good. I'm excited for it. I need to listen to it a few more times. I haven't really been paying attention to the drums on that song. <laughs> <laughs> Let no man hear what Jeff just said. I haven't been expecting to play the drums at all lately. but I'm sure if I were to play the drums now, it'd be complete and total trash. No, dude, it'd be awesome. I hadn't played drums in so long. Because you, you played sloppy. drums two weeks ago in my office. Well, yeah, I know that, but like, <laughs> even then, I was like, yo, this is sloppy. My feelings are like dragging. I was like, oh my gosh. It was fine. It was great. I enjoyed it. Thanks. So did the Lord. He did. It was music to his ears. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Or else what would it be, right? Lord, oh. if it's not music, what else is it? <laughs> A clanging cymbal and a, a, and, a, and, a, and a gong or what? What not? No, no, no. That's uh, that's if it's not done in love. Uh, oh, yeah. So same thing. Yeah. Potato, tomato, dude. But those, dude. That drum set at Messiah's house sounds so clean. What? What? Uh, what is it? 
I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's, I think it might be a PDP. Now, how long have they been in that building? Fall of 2018. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so they've been I don't there know if it was like then. October, November of 2018 they moved in, and it wasn't until June, June or so of 2019 that they moved to Sunday mornings because that was when uh, Hillside actually moved out finally. Because they were sharing the building with Hillside for the first oh, like okay, seven okay. or eight months that they were there, and they would do Sunday night services. Um, and then when Hillside moved uh, to the campus, literally behind Messiah's house, <laughs> they uh, they moved back to Sunday mornings. And so then I couldn't go anymore. And then now I just decided I'm going to go anyway. So where were they before? They were at a building downtown um, on Taylor? I don't remember where they're – I don't remember where – what the actual address was i could take you there if i wanted to though but i uh i know it was a pretty cool building like it's probably the the seating was probably half of what they have now though but because they were doing a saturday night and a sunday morning service at that, oh, okay. at that point and uh i'll give you a saturday night and sunday morning service i wish you would bro i'll do it right now all right go ahead don't tempt me with a good time <laughs> so anyway that makes sense i love it dude yeah I'm me like, too i'm pumped to be there yeah and uh even more pumped to play the drums this week, except I'm having to get up at like six. What time's practice? Eight. Eight o'clock downbeat. <laughs> but it's all for the glory of the king, brother. That's early, dude. It is early. <laughs> <laughs> That's early. No, sir. Got to make sure that we get those uh, transitions, brother. I don't miss those six o'clock services at all mm-hmm. or those uh, six o'clock wake ups. No, but I mean that's what time I wake up right now anyway. Ish. Not me. I know, dude. Give it like seven twenty three. Seven twenty, yeah. Seven twenty, seven twenty three. <laughs> no, seven twenty, seven thirty. Which I should be getting up at like seven. It doesn't take me long to get ready, and this is my work clothes, so I'm in my work clothes. Well, that's cool. So I really don't. I mean, there's really no need for me to. To try to wake up at 6 to get all prepped and ready. Get all primmed and prampered? Unless it was for the Lord. <laughs> then I would do it with all Which, my Which, that's what Sunday morning is going to be for, is for the that's Lord. That's why I, I get ready Sunday mornings, because it is for Him and for His glory. Most of us see the Lord on Sundays. I see Him throughout the weekend Sundays. Oh, okay. What were you, uh, what were you, you had a pet peeve or something you were going to talk about? And uh, you never talked about it. Oh, okay. Here we go. So, all right. I needed to to. Okay, so I had this thing where um, I needed quarters for my laundry. Okay. Right. And so I took out money. I went to McDonald's. Uh huh. To get a tea, so that way I can break the twenty. Right. Yeah. And so I go to McDonald's, and it's like, Yo, where did all your workers go? For like months and months, they've only had, like, literally, it, it, like, it feels like only in the mornings that they have both windows open. Oh, yeah. Now they only have one. They only run one? They only run one window, it, it seems like, in the evening. Huh. And and it's like, bro, 
what the heck? And then they have like hiring signs, right? Like, yeah. like hiring. people go apply so that my <laughs> evening can go smoother, please. <laughs> I said, come on, go work at McDonald's so that way I can get my stuff in a promptly fashion, please. That's all I'm asking for. That's well, it. I mean, once Wendy's, once Wendy's opens, McDonald's will be slower for a little while. Dude, when Wendy's opens and after I give it a few months, because Hereford has this dumb thing where they go nuts for, like, new restaurants. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, like, for, like, three months straight, it's, like, pack, pack, yeah. pack, pack. I'm telling you, there's going to be some car accidents happening. For sure. people don't know how to do things right. 100%. And so, um, but, yeah, McDonald's line is going to be a lot slower now. And... The strategy for the new Wendy's is to wait so I can go get my Frosty Dude, after. Got to get that Frosty, bro. And they're going to be open until 1 a.m., which doesn't help us because on the weekends, like, McDonald's is, like, hopping all the time, bro. Like. It's like in the morning they're hopping, during lunch they're hopping. And Dude, then, the like, Creedles have got to be worth, like, gajillions of dollars, bro. Yeah, dude, for sure. Like, <laughs> like it's like. Because they own the one here, the one in Muleshoe, and then I think one in Clovis, too. Yeah. And it's like, bro. I mean, are you making all this money or what, dude? Put in a third drive-through line. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently, um, I found this out through Kylie. She said that um, the online order parking spot, you can order it, but they're not going to make it until you get there. What's the point of that? I don't know. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Order ahead. If I'm ordering ahead, you should make it ahead, bro. If I'm ordering ahead, it's because I want, like, give me a time. Like, like if you're scared of somebody not making it on time, give me a time so I know when to schedule you, like, when to be there. Yeah. Like, if I ordered it at 8 and you're like, all right, your your food's going to be ready at, like, 8.20. Yeah. I know to be there at 8.20. Yeah. So I can get my food. Or or to make it at, or to make it to McDonald's around 8.20 so I know that my meal's ready. Yeah. It's like, dude, stop being stupid. Yeah. Why are you so stupid? I don't know. And then their fraps are down, too. Mm. So it's just like, what the heck are you good for? <laughs> Why are you even in existence if you're not going to give me my fraps? <laughs> bro, you haven't been this mad since Taco Bell got rid of uh, Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes, And they're bro. back. They are back. We did it. We did it. We brought Taco <laughs> Bell back. We. We and you. You and we. You and we. Brought it back. We brought it back. We brought it back. We got the potatoes back on the menu, bro. They saw it, and they were all like, you know what? They saw that it was good. And they were like... <laughs> we can't go to war with these 36 people in we Texas. We can't go bro. with these 36 people in Texas, so we're going to bring it back. I haven't actually gotten any potato things from Taco Bell since they brought it back. Today was my first time going to Taco Bell in almost like a month, I think. Really? Yeah. I went yesterday. Oh, yeah? I got that... That, uh... Quesalupa? That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. Yeah, Ooh, I think man. so. Yeah. I was expecting chicken, but sure, beef will work. Oh, did you order chicken? No. It's just usually those quesalupas usually have chicken for some reason. Well, they gave me an option of chicken, beef, or steak, and I oh. ordered it with beef. Okay. Usually, like, if they give me the option, I always do chicken or steak. Yeah. I mean, I can eat beef here. You could if you wanted. But chicken or steak is, like, their steak is cooked good. Yeah, that's not bad. And then their chicken's pretty good, too. I guess. I don't know. I don't get their chicken very often. No? Speaking of chicken, I tried to go, I tried to, go to KFC today, uh-huh. and they had a big old sign on their uh, on their door that said, we are closed due to technology. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, it smelled like they were open, but it also seemed like they were not. Did you not have cash to, to be like, look, I know I can't pay you, but 
take these two doll hairs and we'll call it dude, even. Dude, I never, I never carry cash, bro. You never carry cash? No, dude. Gary's cash. What am I going to carry cash for, bro? Well, I don't know. Am I an old man? If you were, you'd be a cute old man. Thank you. Thanks for that. Of course. <laughs> I encourage you, bro. Who I mean? Encourage you. You. Did it freeze on your phone too? No. No, we're still going. All right, cool. We're still going. This computer is. Hey, computer, can you not suck? Thanks. The worst. Oh, look at that, dude. We've been clipping real hard. Bro, it was your fault. No, I mean, I. Saw the sign. No. No, 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 no. Today is. Ace of base, bro. And it opened up my. Today I was going. This is in the combo was like five bucks. I got there. I did the whole quesalupa thing. Okay. It was really good. And then I got the fiesta potatoes, right? Mm -hmm. For some reason for some reason the combo was like five bucks. And that's what I got. I got the quesalupa. And then Huh. Huh. Oh, but you got fiesta potatoes too? Yeah, but that's a dollar. Right, but the the quesalupa deal is like Yeah, but that's a dollar. Right, but the the quesalupa deal is like six dollars. I thought it was like five it's, something. It's like it's like five 50 something or something like that but after taxes it makes it over six dollars i promise you i ordered the same thing yesterday dude <sighs> dude why are you gonna advertise something like that i know they didn't advertise it at five, but with, probably with the price that they wanted you to pay on it bro why are you gonna add like a brazilian things to it though bro it doesn't make sense because dude extra cheese costs extra dollars bro this is why if, if, if you people would go work at McDonald's, I wouldn't have to suffer through this and wait. <laughs> just take it out on somebody. I just don't like, understand. Like, McDonald's is, it's good fa for fast food, I guess. But it's not, like, the greatest thing that's ever existed. It's not. And people in Hereford, like, go nuts. it's like they're crack cocaine, dude. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so what? It's like it's what? Crack cocaine. You mean crack cocaine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, say it again. Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine, right? Yeah. That's what I said. All right, say it one more time. <laughs> Crack cocaine. Potato, tomato. Something <laughs> the same thing to me. <laughs> Anyways. But, uh, yeah, it's just like, there's literally 47 people there all the time. Yeah. Like, I drive by there every single time. Like, I'm not going to McDonald's, dude. I'm not doing it. Well, during my lunch hours, I go at 1. Okay. So during mine, it's a lot slower, but still, it's kind of like, yo, what the heck, man? Yeah. But even then, like, I do remember going at 12 and the line all the way to the highway at the Wazoo. And I think they're opening now to, to where you can go inside now. Oh, really? Because Finer? they have signs at the drive-thru that say uh, six feet apart, masks, masks in the bathroom. So... Because the smell is so bad? I do not I do not not miss the smell. Wait. I don't miss the smell of McDonald's bathrooms. Okay. It's like grown adults don't know how to aim right. <laughs> and then kids with grown adult dads don't know how to aim their kids into the bowl. Yeah. To where they can pee right. Yeah. 
And so the kids are just like spraying everywhere. The adults spraying everywhere. By the time you know it, it smells like piss and vinegar in that bathroom. Piss and vinegar. It smells like straight up booty and, 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 and pee. That's true. It's like, yo, what the heck, man? Like, you don't wash your butt or what? <laughs> hey, what's up, Ashley? Hey, what's up, Ashley? And Morgan. Nice. Hey, what's up, Morgan? Welcome. But yeah, dude, it's like. Like anybody that used like like I, I don't know if y'all remember how they used to smell in the McDonald's bathrooms, but it smelled like straight up booty and pee. It's <laughs> like know, people dude. don't know how to wash their booty right, man. I tried not to go to the bathroom in. It's McDonald's. like how hard is it to scrub your butt? Some people might not have the utensils, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't cr- if you can't scrub your butt right, then you shouldn't be going to restaurants, dude. <laughs> go home, eat at home. What's up, Morgan? Eat at home. <laughs> it's not that hard. Wow, dude. You remember earlier, <laughs> way back at the beginning of this yeah. uh, this podcast, where you talked about how you're not judgmental anymore? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, though, bro. I'm not judgmental. You should pray for these people that the Lord would reveal to them look, how to scrub their butt cheeks. <laughs> look, look, think about it like this. Would you rather me judge you or him judge you? Because if I judge you, you can change it. If I judge you on the things you're doing now, you can change easily what, what I'm judging you about. Or not. It's up to you. But if God judges you, his is final, so you're kind of screwed. I don't think God's judging people for not washing their butts right, though. But I'm still judging you, so you're fine. <laughs> Get over it. You'd rather have my judgment than his, because his is final. But he's not judging people for bad hygiene. Well, no, right now he's too busy healing people. He should be healing the bad hygiene people. Them in that dirty, nasty booty. Stay home, people. Stay home. That's it. Just stay home. You know what? I've never been this bad about smells until now. Like, the older I'm getting, the worse I'm getting about smells. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, smell right. Like, I'm not going to tell you to your face, but if you smell yourself. you think I smell bad, bro? No, 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 no. But if you smell yourself and then you ask me, like, hey, like, hey, man, like, I smell something. Is it me? I'm going to be like, yeah, dude, it's been you the last 10 minutes. Like as soon as I got near you, when it's did been you start? You. When did you start this policy? Not that I started it. Like my body was all like, "Hey, you're gonna smell things," and I was what, like, "All right, bet." How, how long ago did this start? A year or two. Are maybe? you sure? Because mm-hmm. we used to go to like uh, uh, places with people, and there was a, a stench. You never brought it up then, because I wasn't gonna be rude to them. <laughs> I wasn't gonna be rude to said person, people, places, or things. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. It's like, yo, like, I'm not going to be rude. <laughs> like, I'm not going to walk into an establishment, smell, and know who the person is and be like, hey, man, you smell like booty. You mind showering, please? You mind getting out of here? No, I'm not going to do that. That's rude. Look, I may be a jerk, but I'm a jerk that uh, with standards. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to be a jerk just to be a jerk. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to go and pick out... Uh, um, somebody's bad hygiene and be like, oh, you know what? You smell. Get out of here. <laughs> no, that's that's rude. That's mean. But if they bring it up to you, I'm not gonna make them feel. You're gonna knock it out of the oh, park, dude. I'm just, that baby's gonna be flying, boy. That baby's gonna be flying. I'm not gonna be a jerk about it. Wow, dude. Cause I mean, if they really wanted to know, they they would ask me, but they don't. Okay. And I'm sure that uh, what uh, what's the thing that most people don't don't smell themselves? Yeah. Like, I if guess. they smell bad, they can't smell that they smell bad. Yeah. And so, um, and so, 
Yeah, how are you with people telling you smell like booty cheeks, bro? I get it, like really anxious about it. And I'm like, dang, I, I and I want to get out of there immediately. All right. <laughs> oh no, dude! <laughs> no, <laughs> see, see, I mean, I, I, oh, I don't kids, know. dude, kids dude, are the meanest, the bro. Thing. They say the darnest thing. No, like like if somebody uh like I know that I battle with uh with uh bad breath. Okay. And it's only because my wisdom teeth are coming in and so it's really messing with my stank. But I'm not gonna pay sixty three thousand dollars to get each tooth removed. Sixty three thousand, bro. So it's either the sixty three thousand here or cut in half at six hundred dollars in Mexico. When are you gonna go to Mexico, bro? I don't know. Whenever the Lord takes me there. Your math sucks, bro. <laughs> Sixty-three thousand dollars cut in half is six hundred dollars. No, I'm just making a dumb number up, dude. <laughs> Come on, when have you ever known me to be a, a mathematician? Uh, a math magician, bro. A math magician. But yeah, and so like I'm waiting to actually go there. But I know that's why the reason why my breath smells. But I'm really self-conscious about that. Um, and so like I'm trying to like, like I'll always brush my teeth now. Like I'll either like if I'm gonna go see Kylie, I'll brush my teeth. Yeah. Um, of course, going to work. Um, if somebody tells me, like, if she tells me or, like, Alex says my bread stinks, I'll go and brush my teeth. Um, I'll chew gum. Mm -hmm. I'll try anything to help out the situation. Yeah. Just because I don't want to drop that kind of money. I got you. And I don't have insurance to drop that kind of money. So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Fair enough. But I know for me, that's the one thing. And now, like, before, like, I used to, like, uh, growing up, kids never really liked to shower. No, dude. They hated it with a passion. Yeah, for sure. And now, like, I shower every single day when I get home. 100%. Like, I either shower, like, and because I became, like, this hair person, like, not this hair, like, like, um, I like to make sure I have good hair. Okay. I know it doesn't look like it right now, but I like to make sure I have I good hair. You got a hat on right now, so. Yeah. But um, they say not to wash your hair every day. Right. So that way the natural oils can do its job. Oh. And so I don't do that. I usually wait a day and then I wash it the next. Wait a day, wash the next. But no, I wash dude, my I body. I wash my hair every single day. But I wash my body almost every like not almost. I wash my body every day. Yeah. And so like I like to make sure that I'm clean. Like there's a process with my laundry. Uh, um, there's a process I have with my laundry. I do the Tide pod, uh, the Gain pods, but like they're scented. Mm -hmm. The what is it? Moonlight breeze. I love that. Okay. And then I do a scoop of Tide powder mm -hmm. to really get you know get in there. And then I do scent crystals, the same Moonlight Breeze scent crystals. And then I have dryer sheets with a Moonlight Breeze gain dryer sheets, Moonlight Breeze. So I like to make sure my clothes smell good. Okay. And then when I get out of the shower, I have Bath uh, Bath and Body Works for men uh, lotion, okay. scented lotion to make sure that I smell good all around. Nice. So, like, I really like to make sure that I don't smell. So then what's the problem tonight? Huh? <laughs> I just I haven't showered yet. <laughs> We're just kidding, bro. <laughs> I haven't showered yet. But, yeah, all all that just to say. McDonald's, I, get people, bro. <laughs> hey, McDonald's, come on, man. Do your job. That's how I handle smells. But I'm not going to. I might remember there was, oh, oh you were with me. Uh, we were going to a basketball game, one of Kylie's basketball games. Oh, in yeah. In Bovina. And there was, uh, and um, there happened to be a stench from hell. Yep. The entire ride there and the all the way in the gym. Yep. It's like the stench would never go away. It happened. Um, it never went away. 
And then, you know, decided to go to dinner and the stench followed us. And um, actually, his comment. What, I actually you beat Metro? Had, yeah, yeah. I actually had an aunt tell me that. Nice. Because eyebrows threaded too. Oh, look at you, dude. That is for sure. But anyway. You got to be good We had looking, a stench boy. in Bovina. Oh, yeah. And so, like, dude, that stench made me throw up, bro. Like, not made me legitimately <laughs> throw up, but... I couldn't to. eat or just like I sat there the entire well we remember. Mm, yeah. I sat there the entire game like this. <laughs> and then like somebody mm. from the church was sitting behind me and they're all like, Israel, what's wrong? I was like, I love the smell of my shirt. <laughs> he does. He loves the smell of his shirt. I love the smell of my shirt. See, that's me not being rude. I'm not gonna call that, you know, that stench out by its name. Yeah. So I mean, what kind of person would I be? Dude, it was, uh, so I don't know what happened today at the bank, but it smelled like sewer in our bank. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Sebastian was like, bro, did you, blow up, did you blow up the bathroom? I was like, I mean, not recently. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? He was like, dude, you can't smell that? And I was like, I guess I've been in here long enough that the smell is n- normal. Like I just didn't notice it changed and stopped and started stinking or whatever. Yeah. And so, uh. Like, so then I go, like, I go to lunch at 2 o'clock now. Mm-hmm. It was like 2.15 or 2.20 before I actually got to leave today. But I go out there, and Sebastian's car is like six inches from my driver's door. Yeah. And I'm like, like, I close my window in, like, my mirror in, and yeah. I try and open the door. I cannot open my door wide <laughs> enough for me to get in my own car. <laughs> and so, like, uh. And so, like, I walk into the, uh, I walk back into the bank. I'd only been outside for, like, less than a minute. And yeah. I walk back in the bank, and I was like, oh, okay, that's the smell. Okay. I was like, hey, yo, uh, Sebastian, is that your car <laughs> out there? He was like, yeah. I was like, bro, I can't even get in my car. Like, I can't open the door wide enough. And he was like, well, it's because she parked stupid, too. And one of our other tellers, like, had parked with her truck in two spots. And so mm. he parked in my spot and that spot. And I was like, you could have picked a different. There are 36 spots out here, bro. You could have picked a different spot. And so, uh, anyway, he uh, uh, he comes out and he just backs his car out so that I can get in my car and leave. Then he parks so close to the truck next to him that he can barely get out of his car. I was like, bro, just move to a different spot. Just get out of the way. There's 37 spots out here. There is. And then there's another whole lot on the other side. That's true. So it's like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, dude. I mean, but. that makes sense. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't know, dude. Smell like booty cheeks in the bank for a little while today, though. It smells like booty cheeks in the bank, huh? But I don't think it does anymore. It smells like cigarettes and bondo in mine. Not in my bank, but in the shop. Oh yeah. But that's because everybody smokes. That's true. So I come home smelling like cigarettes and bondo, hmm. and dirt. That's the smell of money, brother. That, that's the smell of money. <laughs> I commend people that go, like, work at dairies. Yeah. That come home smelling like that. I'm like, yo, more power to you, friend, but I ain't touching you. Nope. Get out of here. Go away. Better go take a shower. Go take a shower right now before you walk into this house. 36 showers. Take 53 showers and then come back to me, please. (sighs) Take 36 showers, come back, and I'll do a a sniff check. And if it doesn't pass, I need you to do 53. 53 more showers. 53 more showers. To match the magistrates. That's right. That's right. And then you come back to me. You know what? Surprisingly, um... Um, they haven't done a smell check on Benny. They need to, bro. He smells. He smells bad. He smells. 
Spending too much time out in that garden by himself. I don't know what's going on. Dude, there's sometimes he walks in the, bake, <laughs> uh, uh, the break room, and I'm like, Benny, get out of here, man. What the heck are you doing? He's like, what? It's my break. And I was like, bro, you smell like booty. Get out of here. Go so away. You will be rude to Benny, though. Dude, he didn't. He, he got a job he didn't deserve. <laughs> he got a job he didn't deserve. <laughs> what did we say? Why? How did he get the job? Like a diversity hire or something? No, no, no. He got the job as... Like the Lord made him a magistrate. Because he felt sorry for him for hiring the handicapped. Oh, okay. That's right. Because Phil would always tell me that joke. He was always like, uh, okay, so my old boss, where I work now, he's kind of retired-ish. He still shows up. Mm-hmm. But my old boss would tell tail. My old boss would tell me, he'd come up to me, and he's like, Israel, you know I should get a, a plaque from the city for hiring the handicapped, meaning me. Yeah. So I made the, the, the deal. That's how Benny, Benny got into job. the magistrate. That's how he became from an angel to a magistrate. <laughs> God felt sorry for him, and God wanted some, like, top-notch, like, hey, you know, like, this is us, check us out. Yeah. And so. So it's pr- oracles, and then magistrates, yeah. and then angels, and, angels, and yeah. then us. And then us, yeah. <laughs> so God did it just, you know, to look good for the for social media. For social media. <laughs> Benny the magistrate has no business being a magistrate. That dude should still be a human. <laughs> There's no right being a magistrate. Come on, Benny. What are you doing, dude? I don't know Get what his deal together. is. I don't know what his deal is. He smells like straight up booty. <laughs> and then he wants to put up his dumb his dumb little magistrate. Um little business cards like if he's trying to run his own bed and breakfast or something. You ever gone to a bed and breakfast? He, he's, he's over there putting his little business cards on the bulletin board. Have you ever stayed at bed and breakfast? No. Hey, any of you listeners, have y'all ever stayed at a bed and breakfast? Wait, are you talking about like an Airbnb? No, no, no. Like an actual bed and breakfast. Oh, no. Like, I've been on Airbnb, but that's not the same thing. But I thought the B&B stood for bed and breakfast. It does, but it's not the same. Okay. Because, like, a real bed and breakfast is, like, you go and stay in someone's house. Like, not someone's house, but, like, an inn or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they cook you food every morning or whatever. They take care of your, oh, your yeah. like, they clean your stuff, whatever. Is it awesome? Because they seem like they would be awesome to stay at a bed and breakfast. I was sure they'd have rules, though. But the thing is, okay. Rules? <laughs> like what? Like like when they have rules, like. When I bring up bed and breakfast, what are you thinking about doing? No, it's, well, I mean, like, <laughs> like if I'm going to bed and, bed and breakfast, I assume that I'm going to stay up past like 12 or something. Do they have like a, hey, lights out at 12? Or do they oh, have no. like no. It's like, it's like a, it's like a small hotel, maybe motel kind of a thing. A train caboose. Derek thinks it was pretty great. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's just like the rule. Like, just a little quaint little inn where you go. But at the same time, do the people at the bed and breakfast feel, like, obligated to hang out with me? Like, I don't want to hang out with you. Like, no, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Like, I don't I mind a- if you feed me and, like, open your home to me. Thank you. But that doesn't mean we're going to hang so out. So, like. Like, I'm here to hang out with the. So, like, a regular bed and breakfast is not, like, somebody's house. It's, yeah. like, a small, like, an inn that has, like. Oh, like the inn they wouldn't let Jesus stay in? Jesus, dude. No. <laughs> They have like five or six rooms And you go and you stay there And then they like make you food and stuff I don't know Others staying there and it was a big breakfast That we all ate at the table together It was good food Okay so it's like family, like community stuff Okay yeah, no, no, see I'm not going to do that I don't need to be around you (laughs) But you're not around the people that run it You're around the people that are staying there with you No, Yeah that's fine, I didn't come here to see you I came here just to be by myself I don't want to be, I'm good, (laughs) thank you All right. 
I'll try it out. But that's just me, though. One of these days. One of these days when the Lord blesses me, I will be able to go to a bed and breakfast. I saw the Lord. Dude, Messiah sounds needs to play that one, bro. bro like, that song like, would smack. I would off, be crying, bro. bro. I would be, like, just straight up bald. Dude, like, I'd go down there to the front and just lay there and just cry the entire <laughs> just time. Just cry your whole entire time? Yeah, there. just cry my entire life and just weep for your, that song. Just weep your snots everywhere or what? Everywhere, bro. Say you want to go to Springs. So nice. basically, like, if you want to do a big group, the uh, bed and breakfast would be That'd your pretty thing. Pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. If you could rent out the whole bed and breakfast with like your group of friends, then that'd, that'd be, be different. Fun. That'd be pretty cool. But I'm not gonna. I don't go know there. that I want to go like yeah. stay with a bunch of strangers and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when pastors or like youth leaders were all like, "If you don't know anybody new, go introduce yourself. Go, go shake hands with the new people. Go, go shake hands." I was always the one that was like, "Bro, I'm gonna touch you. Get out of here. Go away." <laughs> I want to be friends with you. I want to be friends with you, Get bro. I have my friends, Jeff. And then that's when Jeff walks up. Concierge, your finest Jeff, please. <laughs> Concierge, your finest Jeff, please. And then here comes my Jeffrey Allen Smith. Here I come, bounding down the, the corridor. A, 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 A. No, dude, for sure. No, dude. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. All right. Because if, like, let's say, okay, like a bed and breakfast, if it was like me and you, yeah, you know, I'm not going to go to a bed and breakfast with you, dude. Wow, bro. Really? <laughs> bed and breakfast for, are for, like, couples, bro. We are a couple, no, bro. No, we're not. You always complain about me not responding to text messages, yeah. and then you air our dirty laundry I on do. here. And so, yeah, we're basically married. <laughs> You're welcome. We're not, though. Okay, we're not. But, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to go with my significant other to a bed and breakfast to go meet a bunch of strangers for what? I'm there to spend time with my significant other. All right. Okay, they've got some that are just like you got a private room, and they just bring you your breakfast every morning. Please, that's all I need. All right, just bring me my breakfast, bro. <laughs> I don't have to see you. I don't have to look at you. Just bring me my breakfast. That's it. Fair enough. I think my phone's about to die, so we probably need to close up the Facebook at, uh, side of this story. Let me pause. Let me pause lady. our uh, audio version. Audio listeners, we'll be back in a moment. Boom. Hey, we're back. I saw it. So. I did. I did. I saw it. I did. Saw it. Um, I need to figure out how to get like an actual camera that would work better than my if cell phone. If you want, we can pitch in boats for money. We can figure it out. I need to talk to uh the Lord. What? Alex's keys just shifted in his little bag over here and it scared me. Oh yeah, there's a demon here. I'm telling you that three <laughs> times. <laughs> it's like you don't believe me. Like, how, show yourself. <laughs> He's right here. He's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> show us your face. <laughs> Y'all want to see my face? <laughs> the demon's like, Y'all want to see my face? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Clayton Bigsby, Dave Chappelle, for those who don't know. Clayton Bigsby. Oh, I need to probably talk to Morgan. Uh, you, Dave you Chappelle would... is on is on Netflix now. Chappelle show. Yeah, the Chappelle show. So be sure if you want to know that reference, go to the Chappelle show. Go watch it. It's a black white supremacist. Watch it, brother Clayton. Show us your face, brother Clayton. Show us, show us your face, brother Clayton. We want to see your face. Anyways, oh boy, yeah, um, yeah. When I, I need to figure something better out than uh, that there, but I don't know. With the, uh, I guess just because there's so many devices running off of the Wi-Fi at the same time, maybe that's what it is. Uh-huh. But. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Right now, uh, I think it's fine, but 
it always freezes in the middle, and then my phone's dying all the time. And no, pussy. We'll figure it out. One day when the Lord reveals but it to us. None of you people that are listening to this right now give a crap what no, the video no, I mean, looks you people like. For you people, sure. You listen. are our, our OG audio listeners. I bet listen Derek's sure. on here listening again. Probably. Not right he, now, but it will be. Well, obviously not right now. Cause, but while he's listening I don't know to if it, Dodge it will li- be right now. If, if Dodge Delosier, I don't know if he texted you, but he messaged me giving a shout-out. Thanks for us giving him a shout-out. Oh, nice. So this was a while back. I know it took me a little bit. Sorry, Dodge. I no, looked at the computer he like if he's there. text me because I don't think Dodge has my phone number. Well, not texted me, but snap me. He didn't snap me either because we aren't on Snapchat. Friends. Okay, well. He for sure, so, yeah. He could have tweeted at me, though, Dodge, I follow you. I don't know why I'm looking at that. There's nobody there. You're looking at that? I was looking at your computer, <laughs> like if Dodge was there at your computer. Anyways. Shout out Dodge again. Yeah, shout out Dodge again, buddy. Thank you for listening and being uh, a faithful. I'm sure Dayton probably listens, too, so Dayton? thank you for being a faithful. Shout out. Dude, I haven't seen Dayton in, like, a month, bro. Dude, I haven't seen Hudson, Dayton, Dodge. I haven't I'll seen probably any see of Hudson guys and, uh, Dayton tomorrow. Well, yeah, because you go to church. All our youth. All the youth? Yeah, bro. All our Mikey now. That's what you used to say all the time. I do. A la máquina. Because my dad says saying a la madre offends mothers. Oh, really? I don't know how that how that's the case. But Which mothers does it offend? I don't know. Not mine. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Promise me that you're going to make these same jokes when my mom goes on to glory. Of course I am, dude. Please, thank you. Why would I not, dude? Because, dude. Why would I not make these same jokes with your mom? You'd probably turn into like this insen- like this sensitive jerk. <laughs> Instead of insensitive jerk. <laughs> A sensitive, sensitive jerk? jerk? Yeah. I want you to be mean to me about my mom, bro. Bro, please. <laughs> like Just like I'd expect if anything happened to me to the point I needed to be in the hospital, you'd make fun of it. Probably. Please. Thank you. Just so long as you're awake during. I'm not going to make fun of you for like. On a ventilator or something like Uncon- that. No, I mean, please. I need you to be awake for me to make fun of you. What if I'm awake on the ventilator? That They don't do that. Oh, okay. What if I'm on the ventilator and then, like, a few weeks later, I'm awake? Then will you make the jokes? Yeah, for sure. I'll make funny jokes about how you sounded while you were breathing through a ventilator or something. Can you, like, yeah, I was about to say, like, if I'm on the ventilator, can you, like, be thinking of jokes so that way when I wake up you can tell me them? Yeah, for sure. All right, bet. And then you'll laugh so much they got to put you back on the ventilator. On the right? ventilator, yeah, that's right. That's right. All for the glory of the king. All for the glory of the king. I mean, his, his let his majesty know no bounds. Amen. In his infancy. In the infancy of God, we he believe that all that baby. he is and all that we are one day will meet in the parallelogram of everything that he's become. <laughs> that makes no sense, dude. Parallelogram, bro. I haven't heard that word in a few days. That made no sense, but when do I ever make sense, brother? When you have a dollar and need some quarters. When I have a dollar and need some quotas. Some quotas, but Some quotas. Some quotas. But yeah. Nice. Well, it's been fun. Oh, actually, I was going to tell you this, bro. Okay, good. Uh, I should have said it up there, but it doesn't matter. Um, so I was at that prayer and worship deal su- yeah. uh, Sunday night. Yeah. Dude, I did not want to go to that. Why? I was tired. Really? I was exhausted, bro. I spent all weekend with freaking teenagers. Now, were you already scheduled to be there? Yeah, I was okay. helping lead it. Um, and so it was like, if I would have canceled, they would have canceled the whole thing. So it was like hinging on me being there. I was the only musician. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I wound up going, and uh, I was like, all afternoon, I was like, 
I don't want to be there, dude. I just want to go home yeah. and go to sleep, dude. Yeah. But uh, at the end, uh, Dr. Shane and his wife were there, and they were like, you know, does anybody need any prayer for anything? Like, will anybody be vulnerable and be like, you know, I need prayer tonight? I was like, me? <laughs> I was like, I'm in the literally the toughest season of my entire life right now. It's like I lost my mom in February. There's, you know, relationship issues going on outside of it all. Like there's, you know, I just started a new job. I feel like I'm quitting on other dreams. Like all this different stuff is coming at me at the same time. And I was like, I just need, need prayer for it. Yeah. And so, uh, both him and, uh, another lady that was there both like used my catchphrase against me. They were like, your best days are in front of you, buddy. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, uh, Shane said it first, and then this woman, Christy, was like, yeah, like like Dr. Shane said, your your best days are yet to come. And I was like, stop, would you? Yeah, and so I was like, you guys probably don't know this, but, like, we have a podcast. It's like, my sign-off is your best days are not behind you. They're in front of you. The best is yet to come. And they were like, well, the Lord is in this place, take what? <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> please, please let him talk like that. I mean, you've heard Dr. Shane talk, bro. Yeah. He doesn't talk like that. No, he doesn't. He does have kind of a thick southern accent, though. Uh-huh. Um, he grew up here, though. That's why. In Friona's? In, in Rancho Cucamonga, bro. Oh, in Rancho Cucamonga, Texas. That's right. In Rancho <laughs> All Her Cucamongas. Uh, but I was like, dude, I say that every single week to everybody else. But I don't know that I ever believe it for myself. I was like, about to say, how many things do we say <laughs> that we don't believe for ourselves? It's like it's like we just speak all these things out, these gospel truths and the the Lord being glorified and, and magnified and lifted highs and all these things. And it's like, yeah, that's good for everybody else, but but not for me. Not for me. I've always been that person that will be down to encourage somebody and build them up. But if they try to with me, I'm like, no, you're stupid. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know what you're talking about? You know what I'm talking about, bro. Like, like, do you, you know, know who I am, bro? You ain't know what I done. Yeah, you ain't know what I did. What about that one time? What about that time when I did this and you didn't know about it? The preacher said that's been washed <laughs> away, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was another thing I didn't, talk, I didn't talk about earlier when I was talking about Joseph and his story. Is how Judah's story is intertwined with it. Uh-huh. And, like, they go from Joseph is sold into uh, slavery to then uh, all of a sudden we're talking about Judah and his story with Tamar. Uh-huh. And like, for those of you who don't know the story, he had three he had three sons. Uh, he chose Tamar to be his first son's wife. His first son was wicked in the eyes of the Lord, and he died without having children. And so he told his second son to perform, you know, brother-in-law duties, which means he has to take his first brother's wife as his wife and have children, but those children don't belong to him. They belong to his brother. It continues mm-hmm. his brother's bloodline. And he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So it said any time that he would have sex with her, he would... Sp- spill the seed yeah and uh it said that he was wicked in the sight of the lord and so he died and then he had a third son that was young um and he was like this woman is a diamond crazy <laughs> <laughs> every one of my sons that i married off to her she's killed yeah and so not paying attention to the fact that his sons just sucked yeah and so anyway his son comes of age and then he goes off to uh I don't remember what the city's called, but it's it's found in, I think, Genesis chapter 40, 38. Somewhere between 38 and 50 is yeah. where it's found. <laughs> but uh, he goes up to the city. Tamar disguises herself as a prostitute at the city gate. He winds up 
taking her. Judah takes Tamar and sleeps with her. Um, leaves his like signet ring, his staff, and his cloak. Um, and she keeps like she hangs on to these things. Well, then word comes back to him that Tamar's pregnant. He didn't know that it was Tamar when he slept with her. Word comes back to him that his daughter-in-law is pregnant. He's like, well, this is my get-out-of-jail-free card. My son is going to be spared because I'm going to kill this woman. <laughs> He's like, bring her down. We're going to stone her. And she was like, tell the man that that the person who belong who these things belong to is the one who who impregnated me. This signet ring, this this staff, and this cloak. And it was Judah's stuff. And so he's like, well, snap, she's got more honor than I do. So he doesn't kill her. And ultimately, the Messiah comes through that relationship. Jesus' bloodline is traced back to Judah, Tamar, and their son Perez. Mm. Like, that is where the Messiah comes out of. It's not out of Joseph's line. It's not out of the bloodline of the pure, good son who did no wrong and, like, redeemed the world. It's through the messed up guy who who had relations with his daughter-in-law unknowingly, mm. got her pregnant. That's where Jesus comes from, ultimately. Mm. Like, when we look at the, uh, the, the lineage of Jesus in Matthew, it talks about five women. It talks about Mary. It talks about Ruth. Um, and then it talks about these three other women, Eve, uh, Tamar, and, well, it doesn't even mention Eve, sorry. It, it talks about uh, Rahab, Tamar, and Bathsheba are the other three women that are mentioned in that in that story. Yeah. It's like Rahab was a prostitute. <laughs> Tamar pretended to be a prostitute. And Bathsheba was, you know, she got not raped, but David was like, you have to sleep with me. Yeah. And so, you know, Solomon is the son that, that comes out of that. And so it's like all of these broken stories. Because I was talking all weekend about Joseph and how great Joseph was and how his story was like this great thing. And like we need to aspire to be Joseph. And it's like, but the Messiah came through Judah. Like the Messiah didn't come from Joseph. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. And mm. the line of like the tribe of Judah was started through Perez, mm. <laughs> the son of Tamar. Yeah. And so, like, if you're listening to this tonight and you think that you have blown it too bad or you're you're too sick to be redeemable or your sin's too strong or whatever, like, understand that you're not. Like, no. you're not too far. No. Literally, the Messiah came through so many broken people. Mm -hmm. Like, if you go and look at the story, like, the, the first chapter of Matthew— and read all of the names that it traces, because it traces back to Abraham is yeah. where he gets to. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, pay attention to the stories of the people that are that are spoken of there, because there's not good people in that line. Like, no. there are some good people, like mm -hmm. David is great, Solomon was great for a little while, um, you know, Abraham is great, Isaac was great, Jacob sucked for a long time, and then when he turned into Israel, he was okay but he still had a favorite son and everybody knew about it so it's like just because you messed up doesn't mean like your life is over like just because you've you know done something stupid or you've you know failed or sinned or whatever it is that you've done like the lord has not given up on you and he hasn't taken his eyes off of you he still loves you as his son as his daughter yeah. if you've accepted him as your savior he's he's there 100 percent all the time he's never mm -hmm. gonna leave so Anyway. That's good, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Didn't even put two and two together. I was like, what? <laughs> so, what? yeah. Go read that if, if you have a chance. Like, I think it's in Genesis chapter 39. 
um, is where the story of Judah and Tamar is. It's either 39 or 40. Yeah. But anyway, it's just like, it's weird because like you're, you're in this chronological story of Joseph and in the middle of it, we pause and we tell a story about Judah. Like it starts with, in those days, Judah did this. Yeah. And it's like picking up from where they sold Joseph into slavery. And then it's like telling Judah's like, there's a 30 year story condensed into like 20 verses like talking about him having his kids and all that kind of stuff. And so anyway, it's just like, huh, why are we hearing about Judah right now in the middle of all this? And then it's like, oh, (laughs) because that's where the bloodline comes from. It's crazy. It's just like God chooses the broken people to redeem humanity. And so anyway. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So that should be the lesson right there. Yeah. So thanks for listening. You made it this this far. Hey, Facebook, sorry, bro. Yeah, Facebook, y'all need to go check out the the audio audio only version for sure. But I hope you guys had a great time listening to this. We had a great time recording it. Oh, hope you have a great week or weekend or whatever day you're listening to this. Maybe it's Sunday. Oh, but you just spent time with the Lord. Uh, (laughs) We love you guys. Thank you for for joining with us this week, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you next week. Same. Pod time, same pod channel. Boom, Boom. brother. (laughs) A reminder that your best days are not behind you. They are in front of you. The best is yet to come. That's right. And as always, God made you special, and he loves you very much. Bye. Bye.